Australia is no stranger to animals that do things differently. The denizens of this large island often have to carve their own path. It's not surprising that the continent's animals are often as intrepid and undaunted by challenges as its people. But innovations and the skills to use them is how some creatures choose to wrangle their goals in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal info, and I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about a spider that's truly magnificent. But more on that in, uh, I guess, a few minutes, or like maybe less than that. Yeah, this the, it's, uh, it's the magnificent spider. It's the one and only. When I was thinking about this, I was like, this is the magnificent spider? <laughs> in Australia? Like, they're a place known for spiders. Yeah, I would think that, like, I don't know, the Black Widow, the most famous and recognizable of spiders, would be the Magnificent Spider or something like that. But nope. Or something more colorful or something like that. This is pretty colorful. In that sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think it looks like crap. <laughs> more on that later. More on that later. Uh, so we're talking about the Bolus Spider otherwise known as the angling spider, the fishing spider, and, as we said before, the magnificent spider. Arachnido magnifico. I, make, I made that up. I don't think arachnido is how you say spider in Italian. Um, but we, <laughs> we're going to call them uh, here the, the rap'em snack'em spiders um, <laughs> and the acne arachnid. Okay. Uh, which I'll, well, I'll mention later when we talk about its description. So let's taxonomize this bad boy. He's so magnificent, we cannot avoid taxonomizing him. So uh, he's in a kingdom that we know, love, and are in, and that kingdom is, of course, Animalia. The phylum is Arthropoda. Uh, no spine here, just a bunch of juices inside of a shell. Um... The class is Arachnida, so no insect, remember, spiders are arachnids. Uh, they, they only have two body segments and eight legs and eight eyes. Um, the order is Araniae. The suborder is Araniomorphae. Uh, the family is Araniidae. The subfamily is, here we go, Sertaracninae. Cert Sertaracninae. I think hmm. that's right. C-Y... I'm not going to spell that. Uh, the tribe is <laughs> Mastophorini. Mastophorini. Like a, like a mastodon. So it's like an elephant. <laughs> the genus is Orgarius. It's like a gregarious... It's a gregarious ord. Remember ord from Dragon Tales? Yeah, he was pretty gregarious. He was very gregarious. He was definitely Orgarius. If you're if you're gregarious like Ord, then you are Ordgarius. <laughs> um, the species is Magnificus Ordgarius Magnificus. You gotta be wearing robes if that's your name. 
And since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show, c -c 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 Critter Groups. The part of the show where I ask you, Joe, a question, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal? Uh, or what is the name of the collective noun? Or what is the term of venom for this animal? All, all meaning the same thing. Um, so we're going to talk about spiders, since Bola Spider doesn't have a specific one. Um, I think we've done spiders in the past, but uh, let's let's go on with this one okay. um all right so if you saw um a group of m magnificent spiders um after crushing them um would you say hey that was an a web of spiders uh would you say it was a b cluster of spiders uh would you say that was a c skittle of spiders or a d harangue of spiders what was b cluster the worst word ever. Cloister is worse than cluster. I, I don't agree. What, a, what about, a, we've talked about this before, a moist cloister. <laughs> but isn't cloister a Pokemon? Yeah. That's not, I, I, don't, I associate that with a cool ice uh, water type. Um, not not really with anything gross. Uh, I th what was the first one? It was like web. a web, right? Web. That's definitely not good for this kind of spider. Harangue is really good, but it's too good. And what's three? What's the third option? Skittle. It really kind of looked like little like skittles on top of like a mound of gross web, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna go with cluster. I'm not confident in that one, but let's do it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why were you confounded? I was just, it's, I thought that you were very sure about it from the get-go, but you were just uh, exploring the other options for the sake of everyone else. <laughs> Pretty much. No, no, I was exploring, I was working through the other options to, like, figure out if they were plausible. Web does, like, did you, did you say that this was bolus spiders? No, it's just spiders. Spiders in general. Okay, so a web was, uh, like, plausible. And then uh, the harangue would have been really tempting if it was just bull spiders. But even that, even if it was, no way. It works too well. It makes too much sense. <laughs> it's got to be a cluster. No, cluster makes sense. It's a disgusting little patch of, um, of skittering animals. Um, do you want to talk about what this thing looks like? Sure. Uh, because we have talked about what it looked like. We've, we've hinted at it a little bit. Um, you said it looks like crap. I called it acne arachnid. So let's let's uh, let's hammer this out. So the magnificent bolus spider is not as magnificent as you might initially think. You might think that it I'm has thinking giant, a beautiful, iridescent, colorful spider. Yeah, with like spirals coming off of it and <laughs> rings, and it's it's six and a half feet long, and. <laughs> It's just that's magnificent. It's the king of all spiders, but that's it not the case. It speaks telepathically here. to me. Yeah, it actually is the hive mind for all spiders. If you kill this one, you deactivate all spiders around the world. Episode um, one, Phantom Menace style. <laughs> yes, but they are in they are interesting to look at. Um, if you ever have the chance to look one up, F females in particular have a huge heart shaped abdomen that is covered in white hairs and little orange pimples or what looks like possibly sunspots 
which is why I called it the uh, acne arachnid. It's got looks like it's got little pimples. Um, but it's also got like some black patterns and between the black patterns and the orange sunspots, it's pretty intricate. Um, one of them looked like the white tree of Gondor. Um, but overall, it's like, I don't know if you've ever played the game Okami. It's where you play as this like um, orange and white and black wolf that like paints its way out of problems. Uh, no, but I've played it, that, that character in... Uh... Marvel, what is versus, it? Marvel Capcom? versus Capcom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, niche reference there, but um, lots of white, lots of orange, and a little bit of black is what you can expect from this, um, from the abdomen of the spider. Um, near the sides of the abdomen, there are two yellowish greenish horns that stick straight out. So they look well, maybe less like horns, but thorns. They they look really sharp. Um, and there are also a bunch of spikes uh, that stick out near the spider's bum area. And uh, the cephalothorax, which is the head part of a spider, um, is much smaller than the abdomen and has both white and brownish hairs on it. Um, and it also has kind of a little raised area on its head that looks like a crown with white appendages kind of spiking out. It looks weird. I don't think its eyes are on that, but I couldn't tell definitively. What would? Oh, it's like the was it the leaf hopper with that crazy thing coming out of its head? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like a miniature, a very miniature version of that, um, like little little helicopter face. Uh, the legs of the um, bola spider are kind of see-through, greenish or brown, and they have striped bands at the joints. Um, but far from being a six and a half foot spider, these guys are actually really, really, really small. Um, what? So, Joe, can you tell us like what uh, magnification of lens we would need in order in order to be able to take a nice high definition picture of one? I sure cannot, but I can tell you something about its size welcome to the beloved measure up segment the official listeners favorite part of the show the part of the show that where we present the animal size and dimensions and relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family it's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in audio of yourself saying singing chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com one of these days you'll do it without breathing i'm gonna try to do it as fast as possible without making a mistake which is not my strong suit (laughs) Make it saying words without making mistakes, but saying read what, words without like say, reading words without yeah uh, making a mistake becomes harder the more you try. <laughs> but we do have a new measure up intro this week from Henry. You know who this is, right? I do. Carlos? It's it's my uncle. I'm excited about this one. Uh, I guess I'll reserve comments for after after you hear it. So here we go. Without further ado, the listeners' favorite part of the show. Are you ready to measure up? <laughs> that that that's a new level of commitment. That's the I think that's the no measure up before this one has been that committed and that like powerful. <clears throat> So I think it I've, might be the new standard. He's he's uh 
Yeah, obviously he's my uncle, so I've known him my entire life. Um, and I've literally never seen even a quarter of that much energy come out of that guy <laughs> than when he recorded <laughs> that that measure up. So uh, it was it was startling um, that to know the, that he was just capable the lung of that. capacity. There was a little bit of it got a little uh, pitchy near the end. You could tell that uh, we were at he was at the the, the end of his rope, but it he, he saw it all the way through. Great job! That really the the struggle at the end just kind of added to the like. It was so funny to the drama, you know. <laughs> Is it going to hold the jure as much as he held out the meh? <laughs> just like that—that's just the new new thing to strive for when you send in measure ups. Not not exactly that. Doesn't have to be a boxing intro, but just that level of commitment. I'm uh, not but, saying that the, the people who have sent in measure ups in the past have been uncommitted, but that's fair. This I was, guess I, I'm I'm searching for a word and it's just blown me, my mind so much I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe commitment's not correct. Energy is boist- good. We say boisterous a lot, and I feel like it's only now been true. <laughs> no, energy is good. Energy, yeah. high energy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about the f- the size of the female. All right. Uh, there is some sexual dimorphism between female and male size. The female is around 1.4 centimeters to 2.5 centimeters. Let's call it 2.5 centimeters. I like the uh, decimal It's, not, it's in not even. It's not round. It's not anything. Uh, how many bolus females go into the length of the Murray River, which might be the longest river in Australia? Oh, we've uh, talked about the Murray River. Well, we talked about the... Oh, wait, the Murray or Mary? It's M-U-R-R-A-Y. Oh, because there's a Mary River in Australia. The Mary River turtle. Yeah, with that turtle with the the little, like, uh, broccoli hat. Um... All right, the Murray River. I was worried that we had... I had already asked you about the longest river in Australia since we do Australia... All the time because it has such weird animals in it. But no, I think these are different an- the d- different rivers. Well, here's a hint. The Murray okay. River flows from the Australian Alps to the Southern Ocean. They have Alps? Everyone has Alps. Do they? There's, Jamaica has Alps. Just any, any mountains, the highest mountains, those are just the Alps of that country. Yeah. I didn't know that. That there's only like five sets of Alps in the world. Oh well, like it's not it's not actually like the highest set is called the Alps all the time. I think they just often do call them the Alps. Alpine is like a region, so maybe you have to actually get into that climate or ecosystem in order to call it Alps. But who knows? Uh, by all accounts, this is the longest river. But when you Google longest river in Australia. The Thompson River comes up, and it says it's longer than this, but that's not true because it, I'm pretty sure it flows into another river called, I forget, the Something Creek, and that's why it seems it's like its flow is so long, but it becomes another river. But who's to say it's all the same river if you decide to name it the same river? Like the sawgrass turning into 10th Street, you know? <laughs> oh, we're just getting... But- hyper specific with our references regional here yeah (laughs) um between okami and this all right um rivers are usually really long 
especially ones that are designated the longest in a, in a big country. Um, a thousand miles sounds good. Sounds, Would you walk a thousand miles? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so now we got to figure out... Maybe I should say, say a thousand kilometers or two thousand kilometers, two thousand kilometers, because because we we're working with centimeters here, and two thousand kilometers means what two million meters, which means um, I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, two hundred million centimeters. So I'll divide that by two and get a hundred million centimeters. Wait, two point five. Darn it. 80 million. 80 million bolus spiders. Magnific magnificos. Yes, 80 million. The correct answer is 100 million. Oh. 320. I was thousand. there. Pretty close. You were there. Uh, the river is 2,508 kilometers or 1,558 2,508 kilometers, you said? Yep, yeah, that's why I was right. I would have been a lot closer had I divided it by 2, but I divided by 2.5, which lost me that. Great. <laughs> that was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm getting better at rivers, I think. We, I can put that on my <laughs> resume. Uh, let's talk about male size. Uh, uh, the size of the male bolus spider. Uh, they are 1.5 millimeters. Oh, that's very small. That's right. It's, they're way smaller. The the two point two point five centimeters versus one point five millimeters. Yeah, that's like the anglerfish. Um, or it's like the anglerfish. It's like the argonaut. Yeah. How many bola spired spiders go into the height of the highest tennis ball catch? I'm sorry. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, there's a record for the highest tennis ball catch. As in catching it from the highest height, I guess. I ch the thing about the Guinness Book of World Record is if you look up the record page, it just says that. And it says where they were, who did it, and the numbers. And it's like, what is that in, what is the highest tennis ball like, did catch? Some, and they're like, you don't need to did know somebody that. fire it from a t-shirt gun <laughs> and somebody standing on a crane caught probably, it? Probably. Probably. And here's why. The catch was made by serial Guinness record breaker Anthony Kelly in... Armadale, New South Wales, Australia. He also caught a tennis ball fired at 200, and 200 kilometers per hour, uh, second, not hour. 200 kilometers yeah, hour. per hour. Hour. Oh 200 kilometers per hour or 124 miles per hour. He caught 11 tennis balls in a minute blindfolded. In both cases, it was shot out of like a little. You know, a cannon like a little tennis ball cannon. thing. He should be on Stanley's Superhumans. He it call he's called a ninja. He wears a gi when he does these things. I am going to look this up right after this show. And before you do, I will tell you: do not be disappointed when he's not snatching them out of the air. He usually lets them hit him in the chest or in the arm, and then like like catches them like a football. Oh. You know, like never mind. I'm them. not gonna watch this. <laughs> what a letdown! <laughs> What's the point? It, it's. I mean, he there's a re he has the record, so other people can can't do it like he does. Sure, sure. 
serial Guinness World Record breaker. He just makes up records and then breaks them. Um, the, that's the thing. Is like he caught eleven in a minute, right? I feel like if I did that enough, I would be able to break that. But the thing is that he was able to do it with a Guinness like record guy there. So, because he's just he's they're using a machine to fire it at his chest. All he has to do is like let it hit his chest, you know, and kind of like cradle it, you know, and until you have eleven. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Um, more impressed by people who can catch arrows that are fired at them. Well, he has three tennis ball ba- tennis ball catching based records. So this is the highest and the height of the highest. Yes. Man, it could go pretty high, I guess. I don't know, a thousand. Uh, feet, maybe? We'll say 300 meters. Sounds about right. Um, and we're working with 1.5 millimeters. <laughs> so, um, so we, 300 meters would be 300,000 millimeters. Um, and then we're going to divide that by 1.5. And we're going to get 200,000. 200,000 uh male bull spiders go into the height of this uh ex- just ex- extremely talented man's uh tennis ball catch okay final answer yes the correct answer is 80,000 spiders i'm even more unimpressed <laughs> the catch was from 120 meters or 393 feet and 8.4 inches Psh, it's not even a skyscraper Somebody should somebody should just beat his record by dropping it dropping a tennis ball off of like the F- Freedom Tower, the New World Trade Center. I feel like the 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 wind would just kind of take that. Then you got to run. <laughs> <laughs> you got to compensate. You got to be on a Segway in order to catch it. Yeah, it's like a three-story building. I I no, can do this. A three-story building? No, it's uh 400 feet. That's a 40-story building. I, for some reason, I was thinking. Well, this is a, this this particular building I was thinking of has a hundred foot <laughs> rooms in it. <laughs> Very arched ceilings. It's great. <laughs> it's impossible to heat. <laughs> a thirty floor. Yeah, I guess that's okay. You can't really see it that well, that high up. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. You probably couldn't right. see it at all. Do you have any fast facts before we get into the major fact? Oh uh, well, so we we mentioned where it lives was which is Australia, um, but it loves the dense forests of eastern slash southern southeastern Australia, uh, which is the Queensland and New South Wales area. And um, as for their diet, they pretty much only eat moths and other small flying insects that they can catch. But other than that, I don't have any fast facts. Okie doke. Okay, so the major fact is the brilliant bull. Did you talk about how it looks like poop? I I mean, we mentioned that it's like white with flecks of brown and black and orange in it. So, so bolus spiders in general, a lot of them will kind of just chill out for the whole day, and they're more, more active at night. They're nocturnal, uh, but they they stay in one spot. They will they're they they're they're usually white with like speckles or f- stuff like breaking up the white pattern. Mm-hmm. So they look sort of like a chunk of bird poop on purpose, uh, and they sit on a leaf 
and they will even surround themselves with like flat webbing laid flat so it looks like splatter so they look like a bird pooped on a leaf like very convincingly it's very gross (laughs) uh but at night they break their disguise and they go and hunt so bola spiders are related to orb weavers but which are spiders that make these traditional large intricate webs that catch prey mm-hmm. but bola spiders aren't one aren't ones for tradition uh they super duper like moths as food and they they can't they just can't get enough of these hairy sackcloth butterflies so um, neither can gandalf <laughs> Well, he likes them as friends. No, he was trying to eat it, but then it fluttered away and told its told its master, the giant eagle, which was going to go attack Gandalf, but he jumped on its back and, and rode it and, and mastered it. And, you know, it. His, and his charisma was just so high that was, <laughs> they were just like, you know what? I like this guy. That was a dex, constitution, and charisma saving throw all at once. Uh, so um, typical spider webs are very, very bad at catching moths. Moths are covered in these tiny little detachable hairs that look kind of like dust if you look at them with the with just your human eyes. Um, these hairs can sometimes even irritate humans and like give you like a little rash or skin issues because they're especially they're chitinous. The North American species, uh, the brown tail moths, and their caterpillar uh, caterpillars. Yep, when the when moths come into contact with something like a like a web. They the hairs kind of like slough off and allow them to escape. Hmm. For spiders, it's like trying to have fun with a dirty, sticky hand that you got from a boomer's ticket exchange. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> but it's a good metaphor because it's like when a sticky thing gets dusty or covered in something, it's not as sticky. Man, those things um, are so much fun. <laughs> the as seen in Toy Story Four. The the bola spiders will produce silk, just like their orb-weaving cousins. But instead of an intricate web, they produce one strand of silk with a sticky glob of viscous silk on the end. Mm, and some of, the, some of them have like a horizontal line with several globs on it. But we're talking about the one glob, guys. Uh, so it's like fishing with a booger. Um, <laughs> but to them, a very big booger. So, like a booger I, the size of a basketball. For Measure Up, I was trying to find the the size of the largest booger ever. And I couldn't find any numbers, but I did find some disgusting videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of, you did. Of doctors removing gargantuan oh. uh, little, little boogies. When a doctor uh, has to remove it, that's just, that's just wrong. Uh, so when a moth gets close, the spiders will swing the bolus into the moth, catching it in its gross little globule. Since this blob is more viscous than normal webbing, it seeps through the moth's little hairs and attaches with a more reliable grip. But since they don't have uh, a web with a wide surface, they need another way to bring the moths in close for the catch. To do this, they release a chemical that mimics the pheromones of female moths. So male moths get a whiff of it and or whatever bugs perceive chemicals with 
and they come in close, and the bola spider feels the approach with tiny little hairs that are sensitive to vibrations called trichobothria. Trichomothria, more more like it. <laughs> well, like it's like little leg hairs that you can feel something flying through the air with. That's pretty crazy. So when you're walking through the woods, every spider knows you're there. Well, every <laughs> bola have, spider does. If they know, if they have these little trichobothria, uh, when they get close enough to investigate, they get bolused. But different moths have different pheromones. So can she just eat one type of moth? No. Uh, she has a full arsenal of different chemical scents, and she chooses based on what species is around. So if she, see, if she thinks this one particular type of moth is around, uh, she'll release that moth's preferred pheromone and feast on moth. She just has like a whole like uh, Hugo Boss uh, <laughs> like... Uh, catalog tucked away in that abdomen yeah she's a man-eater i've realized huh because she she uses female scents she uses perfume not cologne it's like the uh the photoris firefly that mimics uh female uh, flashings of other fireflies like it's mardi Mardi gras yeah wow it's uh man it so it hits that's gotta be insanely accurate it's throwing its glob at a f- moving, flying target. Well, they they fling it around. So it's like it's attached to the thread that they're controlling with one of their arms. And they kind of wave it around. They don't throw it and release it. So it's just kind of like... They just hope that it... It's more of a lasso than a bolus. I mean, if, the fact that it's got... That makes sense. I don't, I don't know if we explained what a bolus is, but it's something that... Um, it's, it's like usually um, a rope with... Uh, at least one, but sometimes two or three weights at the end, uh, kind of like balls attached to the end. And uh, people and hunters use it to capture animals without uh, hurting them too badly or killing like, them. Like wraps around the legs. Yeah, you, you throw it at the legs. It's and used it's by South American cowboys. I forget what they're called. Rancheros. That's, it was a different word, but that is a good word. I'm pretty sure it's rancheros. <laughs> Rancheros. I mean that is that is a Mexican cowboy, but this is like a specific because they actually pre they're pre Columbian bolus boluses. Man, I could go so for they, some rancheros right now. <laughs> uh, but it's also interesting to think like how we and birds and other animals can like mimic sounds. They learn to mimic pheromones and scents. Yeah, so they're not. This isn't something that they just have. They're just like, okay, uh, I need to concoct this. They have like a little chemistry set back there. I that- mean, no, they. I'm sure they, they adapt into this. This is a, a, an adaptation, not necessarily something they like. Like, if you introduce a new moth with a different pheromone, I'm not sure. I don't know if they can't, but I don't know if they can mimic that. Well, it's kind of like the mimic octopus can mimic all these different kinds of species of other things. That it has to learn it. Yeah. I don't know. I think saying the spider learns it is giving it a little bit too much credit. Probably. We need to give credit to the creator. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give credit to the spider. (laughs) Very cool. So this is a ruthless little moth eater. It's magnificent, I have to say. (laughs) Yeah. Is that all you got? That's all I got. All right. Well, that's a wrap. 
<laughs> For you out there in Podcastia, show your colors. Be patient when hunting, and always remember to glob efficiently, like the magnificent bolus spider here in life, death, and taxonomy. Hey, LDT listeners, don't forget, if you want to support the show, we have t-shirts and hoodies and shirts for kids. Just head over to ldtaxonomy.com slash taxonomytees and click the link to our Teespring store and peruse the selection. And as always, thanks for listening and engaging. Life, Death, and Taxonomy is my favorite in the world podcast. <laughs> Efficient globbing is just so important.